Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Fools Rush In. Um, as you can see, it's a different look, a different feel about the place. There's no big time Ben, there's no Woody with his coaching and tactical analysis. There's no Ned with his report, but what we have got is the friends of Fools Rush In joining us. Uh, regular viewers and listeners will rec uh, recognise Liam, they will recognise Sai, and they will recognise Ruben. And we've also got uh, the other uh, man behind the, in the now infamous, I should say, lower league look, Grant, joining us as well. How are you all, guys? Very yeah. good. Well, good, thank, thank you. you. Good, thank you. Thank you. Cover up Grant here, actually. <laughs> We're actively looking out sponsors and stuff, so you you show all the different labels you want. We we do not care. Um, it's very good to have you all with us. You're, you're very kind to uh, to share a bit of your evening just to help us preview the, the season coming up. Um, so thank you all very much, Grant. Let me start with you. And as you are new to Fools Rush In. Um, just, just tell everyone a, a little bit about yourself, the club you support, and and how you think they're going to be doing this year. So, hi, my name's Grant. I'm on Twitter. You'll see me as the real GSJ. I'm I am a Hartlepool United fan. You might not get that from my accent. I'm a lot of people are quite surprised when they hear that I'm a Hartlepool fan because I am probably the most Scottish person you'll ever find. <laughs> I'm both my parents are from Hartlepool. I'm and I've been going to see Harlepool since I was about four. I tried a couple of teams going to see in Scotland, tried to see Motherwell, tried to see Rangers, Livingston, Falkirk. None of them really floated my boat at all. I and I was but the always, sexy football at Hartlepool did it, did it? Do you know what? Yeah, the sexy football at Hartlepool, the beaches in Hartlepool, the beautiful stadium, Victoria Park, it just kept drawing me back. I've been a season ticket holder. Obviously, I can't get down every single week living up in Scotland. Um, but yeah, try and go as much as I can. Home and away. I'm, I absolutely love the club. It's great fun. Love it. And uh, what's your expectations for the season ahead? Are you feeling confident? Are you, are you a glass half full kind of guy every year? Yeah, do you know what? This season, I'm definitely I'm, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Last season, um, I, I pretty much nailed on where I thought we would finish. Um, I thought... Yeah, we'd survive League Two, uh, survive League Two after coming up from the conference, and I thought we'd be kind of lower mid table this season. I think we will push on a bit more. There's been a lot of change within the club over the last couple of months. Um, I've got a kind of range that I think we'll finish in. I think we'll finish ninth to twelfth is my sort of range where I think we'll be. Okay, and. Uh... Sort of, who else are you expecting to to finish around those places that just missing out on the playoffs, crew? Oh, there's a question. No one's asked me that. Who do you think will be just missing out in the playoffs, kind of group? Well, that's because the obvious question comes a bit later in the episode. But you, uh, I know that you're you're not short of an opinion, and uh, it's good to get you going nice and early because you'll say something that Liam will be itching to jump in on. Who's going to be just missing out in the playoffs? Um, I think Stevenage will be there or thereabouts, probably just missing out on playoffs. Contrary to popular opinion, I think Orient are going to be just missing out on playoffs. Um, I loads, of people seem, loads of people seem to have them in their top three that I'm seeing just now, which I think is mental. Do that um, I think they'll have a good season. I, I think they'll probably just miss out on playoffs. Um, Tranmere. As well, I think they're going to miss out on playoffs this year. Okay. 
Interesting. I look forward to hearing a few more of your thoughts as we start running through the other teams. Um, Someone who I imagine is a lot more confident this year than perhaps he was last year is young Ruben, because Crawley are are certainly going for it, aren't they, this year? Yeah, we're we're not afraid to spend a bit of money on some players. And uh, although we haven't actually... I don't think we've actually spent any money actually buying players themselves. It's not transfer fees um, you're interested in. It's all it's all contracts, isn't it? Yeah, I think we might have put a few thousand behind <laughs> one particular player. Um, but no, it's it's a bit of a weird one. Um, I mean, coming to the end of last season, we had we weren't necessarily the most favoured club in the news um, with John Yems and all of that kind of side of things. Um, and I think a lot of people are still quite sceptical of our owners um, and kind of how they are kind of earning their money and whether it's sustainable. Um, oh, cryptocurrency is as sustainable as it gets, isn't it? <laughs> well, the owners have said, I think, that they've got enough mo- actual money to last. Oh, well, that's okay, then. <laughs> um, I've got <laughs> enough actual money to pay my bills as well. Not much more, but that's about it. Um, I mean, we've just raised, I think, about four million quid through NFTs. And that's actual money that Crawley have. They can't actually lose that money now uh, because people have actually bought it from Crawley. They can't then sell it back like you would with shares and stuff. Um, So it's already four million quid that we've probably ever had. (laughs) Um, But no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the season. I think it's... It's important to make sure that we're not being like, oh, we're going to win the league now. Um, I'd take anywhere in the top 10. Um, I'd be very happy if we got into the playoffs. Um, but I don't think we'll win the league. So, so you're not one of these fans who's going, my club suddenly seems to have lots of money. We're gonna, It's going to be HMS Pistol League. No, I, I don't think. I, I'd Even we see in previous seasons like Mansfield a few seasons ago spending lots and lots of money on players um, and they didn't end up doing very well, I don't think. Um, yeah, I think it's important to stay grounded and to actually use this year to kind of build up on um, kind of going forward. Okay. Uh, Liam, I know you've got a, a fair amount to say on Crawley. Uh, yeah. Um, we, the thing is, we, we can't really talk about Crawley without it coming across as biased. Um <laughs> Why I don't say anything. Yeah, look, we'll, we'll address the <laughs> elephant in the room on it. Like we, our podcast is sponsored by Crawley's owners, but we aren't biased towards them in that situation. Like we, we've said, if the shit, we'll call them shit. No, it's, you you just players. want them. To, you just want them to win every game except two this season, don't you? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't actually care what they do. I think they'll be up there. I, I. I you finished 12th last season. You look at the signings that they've made. You can't look at them and go, oh, they're going to be worse off this season. They might be. It might all go to shit. We don't know. But I did I did notice the um the, the tweet I think you put out about people predicting them to finish in the relegation zone, which is an absolute joke. Yeah. I mean, not to say they won't. Let's be no, stranger things have happened. Yeah, anyone could, but on paper, you look at it as it is now, you can't say that they've made relegation team moves. It's the same with Stevenage. Those are the two that people seem to be putting in relegations. There's 
you, they, they need a club has made moves that you look at and you go, mm, I don't agree with that. Every single move that they've made, you look at and you go, that's a good move for them. You know, that's a step up. Yeah. If you How can them. anyone put someone who is signed Dom Telford in the relegation places? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly. fucking insane for me. Yeah. I think it's, people, just, it's just ill-informed in my eyes. I think people don't want Crawley to do well. Um, we've gone from being a team that people hate because we're Tim Pot Crawley uh, while they're even in this league to now we're Tim Pot Crawley Hello, ben. With, with, with a lot of money. Um, so we've gone from being hated to I think probably being even more hated. So <laughs> people kind of want us out of the league as soon as possible. But hopefully we leave this league going up rather than going down. These are the new Forest Green. They are. They, this season they are going to be there. Well, I think they're the new Salford this year. Like everyone always hates on Salford for, you know, splashing the cash and doing what they need to do. But yeah, to be fair, most teams didn't hate on Forest Green. It was mainly just Swindon. Yeah, but I think Salford, uh, Salford have kind of slipped under everyone's radars this summer. No one's really paid much attention to them because Crawley seems to have become like the new Salford. But I think you're right. I think it's it's not the people that are putting them in the relegation places aren't doing it because they think they're going to finish there. They're hoping that they're going to finish there because they don't like the ownership. And again, it comes down to the fact that they've not done the research into how it works. We talked about cryptocurrency there. The club's not running cryptocurrency. It's running pounds. Yeah, they've got the between the owners. They've got three hundred million pounds. Like they, they're fine. All they're doing is just basically gambling on the side, and if they win, putting the money into the club. And I think. Well, I mean, look at it. They did the first lot of NFTs and made four million back. They only paid five million for club. Winner. Um, let's move on to our longest running returning guest. Um, Sai, every year when I speak to you, I'm like, this is going to be Colchester's year. This is going to be Colchester's year. And, and year by year, it seems to get less um, serious that it's actually going to happen. Is, is this the year that we say, you're in danger of going down? No, I don't think we're in danger of going down. You're still relatively year. confident then. Yep. All I am not temporary expectation this year and aiming for top half. As long as we finish top half, I'm happy we've had a good season. Obviously, want higher, and there's a little bit of expectation from our preseason that we potentially could go higher. But I think we've got to be realistic and look at where we are, especially what other clubs are doing around the league. So clubs you'd obviously not have to worry about previously, especially Stevenage annoyingly coming up as well because see being a local team to us, dumb team we like to be constantly, but. Yeah, so I'm confident we're not going to be in the relegation battle, but I'm not confident enough to say we're going to be playoffs or anywhere there, thereabouts, really. That's all right business. Shamal George is going to Livingston. That's obviously slowly simmering in the background. We've got Sam Hornby in, which I think is a very good replacement. But we're still one or two players short. So, yeah. I think you're very top, much in the same boat as me. Yeah, it's pretty much it's don't get wrong, last couple of seasons I've been, yeah, playoffs. We get we've got to get playoffs, we've got to get playoffs minimum. And we've made up relegation battles. So I thought maybe if I temper my expectation this year, it would be like reverse psychology for the team, they'll actually do better. Because every time I want us there, we end up there. So if I want us there, we might end up there. So maybe that's my kind of my thinking behind it. What so Grant on, on Anna, what what do you make of Colchester? Because in, in this age where fans or, or some fans like to say such and such is a big club in a small league and such and such is a tin pot club in a, in a, in a low league. Where, where do you, 
rate Colchester? Are they a solid League Two club or are they the sort of club that, that should be looking to be playing League One football? You know what? You're asking the person who absolutely hates the term tin pot club. Remind me to introduce you to Ben as well. I a lot, fucking oh, yes. hate the term tin pot club. People call clubs like Crawley, like Forest Green tin pot clubs. They've got their place in League Two because they deserve their place in League Two. Colchester are in League Two because they deserve to be in League Two. Um, They're a League Two club. They're a good League Two club. They're a team that if they went down, I'd be gutted to see them go down. If they went up, they went up. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm very kind of by the line. They're They're in the division because they deserve to be in the division. Um, I, I, same as I, I don't see them doing anything magical this season. But I don't see them going down. I'm, I kind of have them in the in the same sort of boat as us. Okay. Um, last but certainly not least, Liam. Let's let's bring you in properly. Bradford have signed about seven hundred and fifty players already this summer. Um, is that enough to get you promoted this year? You know what. Um... We all our main targets, all our main signings, all the big ones, the ones that we look at and we go, you know, that was a great signing. Some of them I don't even see right now where they're going to fit in the team. Like it's it's weird. So Timmy Odessina, Grant, I know you know you knew I was going to bring him up, but we got Odessina from from Hartlepool. We kind of knew it was going to happen from May, like it's been an ongoing saga. But he's been like our number one target. He March. hasn't played for We've us You've known it since <laughs> you've played against us at yeah. ours. Yeah, not since March. But we look at it and I don't see where he fits into our squad right now because the other players that we brought in that maybe slipped under the radar that weren't seen as the big signings or seen as the main ones have, have been really good in pre-season. But I, I think if we don't go up this season, there's something very, very wrong. Very wrong. Uh, the danger is I said that about us by the time we assembled our squad last season. Yeah, but you had something very, very wrong with your club. Like you had that going on in the background. You knew that there was a problem. We don't have an obvious problem that we can put it on at the minute. If, if something goes, if we don't get promoted this season, something's gone seriously wrong. Um, yeah, I think for me, the players that we've signed are great players, like really, really good players. You look at uh, Richie Smallwood dropping down from the championship. We got in, I got in an argument with a uh, a Lytton Orient fan. because they oh, Moncur. Well, they signed George Moncur and they were like, George Moncur, signing of the season. I said, why? He said he played 13 times in championship for Hull last season. I'm like, mate, we got his captain. Played 42 times for Hull and captained them last season. Like, there's no comparison. He's a leader. We haven't had a leader for a long time. Um, yeah, I... I We've got to go up. We've got to go up this season. There's a, there's going to be some big changes at the club, I think, if we don't go up this season. Okay. But I see the difficulty we use is I think these have got too many first-team players. Yeah. yeah. We've got, and I think, keeping a squad that size happy, regardless of the amount of subs that we're allowed to make this season, is going to be incredibly difficult. We've got 29, I think, at the minute. Um, 29 players across the pitch. So I do, I do still think... And this isn't me wanting it to happen. So Andy Cook, for example, I still think Andy Cook will go out on loan before the end of the transfer window. I still think he'll go to Hartlepool or Barrow. Um, I don't want him to. I really like the guy. He's come back in pre-season. He's 
lost a shitload of weight and he looks incredible. But Andy Cook can be very hit and miss for us. And he plays a position where we'll, we'll lump the ball up to him and, you know, he might win 50, 60, 70% of his headers. We signed Verdane Oliver. He came on off the bench the other day for his debut. Didn't miss a header. Won every... I mean, the guy's about six foot nine. Um, crouched. Like, on his <laughs> knees. But, and that, it's... If, he, if they're going to be competing, as, as I see it right now, Oliver's going to get in ahead of Cook. So I think Cook will go out on loan. I think Grant's right. We've, we've got a lot of players. We can't keep them all happy. So we're going to have to get some people out. Well, speaking of having a lot of players, um, on, on the slightly more humorous side, um, it's fair to say you've been linked with um, one or two beyond belief players for League Two, should we say. Um, where do you stand... On, on some of them. I mean, we joked the other week on, on our podcast about, about the, the link to Balotelli. Um, I, think, but... I, think, I think Balotelli would be very lucky to come to Bradford, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. I, uh, no, you're right. We have been linked with... So, so I'll, tell you, I'll tell you where it came from. After our first pre-season game, there's a Bradford City podcast called The City Then, and we were leaving the ground and we were talking to our ex-chairman. Just having a general chit-chat. And out of nowhere, he came out, he said, oh, there's something big coming, there's a big player coming, they won't even tell me who it is. He's the current president of the club. He said, there's a huge player coming, they won't tell me who it is, but this person will only sign for the club for the club because of Mark Hughes. So at that point, everyone's going, right, it's got to be someone that he's managed before. He's only managed in the Premier League. We're getting Shane Long, then Shane Long signs for Reading. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Balotelli's been spotted on Manningham Lane. <laughs> That was where it came from, but then it picked up on a. It, took, it just took a world of its own, and it was. It, it, I enjoy it. I actually enjoy it because every year we have that one player that's absolutely ridiculous that we're never going to sign. Our fans think we're going to sign. This year we've had about fifteen, and it's really enjoyable to see people believing it. I mean, at least you've been linked to like unreal players like Balotelli and along when <laughs> we've been linked to Lee fucking Griffiths. <laughs> yes, uh, Ben. So, so you can talk what about Ben on that as well. Yes. Yes. Well, Ben, Ben tweeted the other day, and this is how this is how bad Ben is, right? Lee Griffiths had a tra- had a medical at Hartlepool the other day. No, no, he didn't have a medical. No, no, he had one arranged. Yeah, just didn't turn up for it. And Ben went, "It's time for Swindon to hijack this transfer." I'm like, why would you want him? He's just not turned up for his medical. Why would you want him? He was like, "Well, why wouldn't we?" So I, I listed all these reasons. He were like, "Yeah, fair enough." <laughs> like. Yeah, he's not not what you want to be bringing into your club. But I think you said this morning that he's found a club, or he's he's training with someone. No, else he's now club. he's now training with Livingston. I um, thankfully he's nowhere near our club anymore. I um, and Livingston, even Livingston said we're not offering your contract. He's just training with them to improve his fitness to try and help him find the club. I reckon you'll see him in the Deldrums of Scottish League One or League Two. And fucking rotting where he deserves to. He's a not within yeah. five hundred yards of a school, though. Hopefully, that might be an edit. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> again, we do, we don't edit. No. We, we just strictly mark it up, not for under eighteens. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, to be fair, you won't be watching them, will I? <laughs> let's uh, let if I can. Let's just quickly then go round and and see what you think realistically to each other's side so we started with Grant so Liam um, Hartlepool where, 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 what are you thinking? 
<laughs> See, Grant knows what I'm thinking. I my issue with Hartlepool is their owner came out and said they have a playoff budget this season. And okay. as it stands, they've not spent like I wouldn't I would say they've not spent like a mid-table team. They've made a couple of signings this. I think they made another one about an hour ago. So they are getting there, but they're certainly not where they've been promised they would be. So I think Grant's probably spot on. I think if they get to between 12th and 9th, it's an improvement on last season. And I think that's what they need. They need to just build each season and just as long as yeah. they don't go backwards. I'll be honest, a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, I think I, I said it to you as well, Grant. I had you guys really down there and quite worried for you guys. But yeah, you've, you've made some signings, some some decent signings, made some, some shit signings. I think the issue is I don't think any of the signings that they've made have played more than 25 games in a season over the last four years. And that was my... My thing of if you're going to rely on them for 46 games and then not manage to play a full season. Why don't you have big. enough of them though, surely? But that's the thing. They've now signed nine defenders. Um, they've got 14 right wingers. So <laughs> it's great. You're going to have to play three games, four games a season and they're done. But uh, no, I, I think ninth. Ruben, your thoughts on Hartlepool? I'm going to say they're going to be down there. Um, oh, sorry. Um, I mean, looking at your pre-season, you haven't <laughs> had the best kind of fixtures-wise. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. Cool, you've had quite a good pre-season. Um, pre-season. I, I love when people get excited about pre-season results because they're, they're on a hiding to nothing there. They are, but I feel like losing a lot of games in pre-season is a bit different to winning them. We've only lost to Hebs. We've done that though as well. Again, oh, we lost to Blackburn as Blackburn. well. Yeah, yeah Blackburn a championship one team. against a team I haven't even heard of. Yeah, what um, what Ruben's saying though there, and I, and on that preseason thing, you how many players have you been able to put in a squad for a preseason game? That's the alarming thing. Yeah, I mean, one of our preseason games, we finished the match with ten men because one of our players had cramp and they had no <laughs> subs. I think no you subs. had. Did you have fifteen players, including subs? Like that was your squad, and one of them being the keeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they don't have that depth. If someone gets injured, they're in, they're in trouble. I think we're still two signings away. Fine, Hartlepool? So I think pretty much like it's been tapped on. It'll be in the round like we are. Mid-table, nothing spectacular, nothing disastrous. And yeah, that's it really. It's going to be one of those games that when we go up there, as long as the weather's nice, beer's quite cheap, we'll have a good day out and it's all good fun really. That's all that matters. Uh, stick with you then, Sai, and let's. Uh, what was your prediction for Crawley? See, I think Crawley will end up about fourth or fifth. Okay. I just think I think because of see the hype around them, that's going to add to a lot more extra pressure put on them. Not just because they're going to be a team a lot of clubs are going to want to be a bit like Bradford will be as well, but I just think because they've come from what they were last season, so it's like a bit of an unknown quantity of people suddenly being all over the front of the press. Who the owners or the John Yem thing? I think I could just play a part psychologically, so I'll go fourth or fifth of them. Liam, um, I, I said it on our podcast the other day. Crawley are finishing top four. I don't know where, but I, I have them down as I, I'd go with fourth, and I think they'd happily take fourth. They have to go up this year. Their owners said by the end of the second season they have to have gone up. That's the promise. So. Okay. I, I think if it's January comes around and they're nowhere near, they'll, they'll throw a shitload of cash and get themselves there. Okay. It's going to happen. Grant? I think they're finishing the playoffs. Okay. Um, whether it's just scraping the playoffs and, again, as as Liam said, 
chucking some cash in at January and maybe buying like a marquee signing or two. Maybe jump in if things aren't going right for yourselves at Swindon. Jump in and buy a buy McCurdy from you and put a real playoff push on. It'd be interesting to see who or what they decide to sign if things aren't going their way. But it would be a very crawly thing to do to buy someone like that. It would be funny. <laughs> um, I'm not sure everyone would necessarily think it was funny, but I can see the point you're making. <laughs> I think it was hilarious. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, sticking with you then, Grant, I, I know you, you sort of touched on it, but uh, Colchester, you expecting to be in and around you guys? Yeah, I think so. Um, exactly as I said. I think we absolutely echo what each other have said. I am... Um, Middle grounds, pretty much bang in the middle. Two bang average League Two sides. Ruben? So I'm looking at a League Two table right now, and I think there's probably about six teams that will be fighting relegation. And the rest of the teams will be up there fighting for either of the, wow. the top seven. Okay. Um, I think it's very, very hard to say who's going to win. Um, slightly easier to say who's going to get relegated. But I feel like Colchester will be up at, towards the top of the league rather than towards the bottom. Okay, Liam? Where did you finish last season? Uh, so last season we finished 15th, but, but there's a big caveat behind that. We had an absolute waste of space. Hayden Mullins managing us. <laughs> and we pretty much like, couldn't pass the ball 20 yards. I hate that bloke so much, what he did to our club. Anyway, so going on the, um, that side of it. But then we had a bit of a run towards the end. And I think once we were safe, we had a bit more of a run. So, like I said, people say the table doesn't lie. The finishing position doesn't really show how crap we were. Because you had a good seven or eight games, you think you should have finished higher? I think we should have finished lower. Oh, okay. But that's, that's, I think, where my reservations come about for you guys, because you, you've signed three three players? Yep. So, two of them, two of them were on, well, two of them were alone. One of them, we've got Alex Newby, to be fair. He's, I think he played quite well last season. We played against them. So it's not too bad. One of them Hornby from you guys, which I'm really pleased about. Yeah, we, we were a bit shocked about Hornby, to be fair, because when you guys first took him on loan, he just broke into our first team. So he came into our first team. He was doing really well. Richard O'Donnell was out on the bench. Richard O'Donnell was in talks with Hartlepool. Um, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, we brought in... Oh, my God, what's he called from Peterborough? Bass, him. Bass, Alex Bass. Um, and Hornby went out to you guys and then obviously signed for you permanently. But I think that I think you're going to be in trouble this year. I don't think you're going to go down, but I think you're going to be in for a rough year. I think based on how you were last season, you've just said yourself, you think you deserve to finish lower. So we've only added that few players to that squad. And you've let quite a lot go, haven't you? You let, like, I think, you're looking at nine or ten go. We have, but I think the difference between this season and last was the fact we've got Wayne, Wayne Brown from the start, him and Joey Dunn and David Hussey have actually managed to do their own pre-season. But a tough pre-season against teams that have been a lot better than us to try and test ourselves. And I think because they've got the ideas and the style they want to play, that's going to go in our benefit. The players play that, whereas under again, Mullins' disaster class we had every other game, players that literally like they just turned up, the first 12 people got into the squad the first level on the pitch. And it was just like, I've, I've seen people play better year 11 versus year 10 at school. 
than what we were producing under him. That, I think that's what that's that's why I think I'm getting at. You've not added enough players to get that out. Though it's still pretty much the same squad, barring a few players. And so I hope you're not because I do. I like culture stack. I do, but I, I think you might be in down the lower end, maybe finishing a bit lower than where you finished last season. Um, but you know, we'll see. Okay, and then rounding off this one, then Sai Bradford. I was going to say bottom now. Yeah, well, <laughs> to be fair, originally I was like, yeah, I think they're going to finish first or second. Now I hope they get like, go bust. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, they could, they could be the team to beat, aren't they? There's no qualms about that. Well, the players they've brought in, managers set up, they've got everything going in the right direction of the club. They've, I think if they don't get top three, there's got to be a massive inquest, as Liam's already alluded to, that it's literally promotion. Nothing, even fourth place is going to be disappointment. So I'd personally second or first. Okay, Ruben. I feel like Bradford fans will be more interested in what Crawley do. To be honest, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm not one of them, but I find myself arguing with them constantly because Crawley's posts are constantly just Bradford fans commenting about wag me and about how Crawley are going to go bust and this, that, and the other. It's, it's kind of and then Bradford fans start going oh Crawley are trying to force a rivalry but when you look at it if you look at it from an yeah. impartial view it's not Crawley you know Crawley, no disrespect you don't have the fan base that we've got you know we've got so many more people going at you guys you're not commenting on our club posts we're commenting on yours mm. it's only one yeah. club forcing it and they're gonna you know they're gonna crucify me for that but they don't like me in here so fuck them <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens on us when we play you guys um but yeah, Bradford, I'm sure, will be up top three, maybe. Definitely top five, though. Okay. Grant? Bradford have to, have to finish in the autos. There's no F spots or maybes about that. They have to finish in the autos. If, if for no go, other reason, surely, then apparently they've got like a League One standard mascot. Excuse me, we've got a Champions League standard mascot. <laughs> Mascot's a massive cock. <laughs> but he is, but he is, but he's, you know what? He's probably the best mascot in the football but, league. He won no. Swindon Town's Fools Rush In Podcast Award for best mascot, just FYI, guys. I continue. They have to. It's not a weird I think they will really have to finish in the autos. Um, if they don't, I really want to see the balls of their CEO, their <laughs> chairman, to see if they have the balls to sack Mark Hughes. If things start going wrong, it's going to be fucking hilarious to watch. Um, I'm going to disagree with you. But I, I do think they will finish in the autos. I'm going to disagree with uh, Grant and Cyborg said autos. I think we have to win it. I think I you think, have to win it. I think anything less than winning it will be seen with what we've done will be seen as a disappointment. I think not, not as a disappointment, but as a as a bit anticlimactic, if we yeah, growing up will be fantastic. But looking at what we've done, we've got to win it this year. This is the only chance in my lifetime I've looked at a squad and gone, "That's a league-winning squad." I I I would agree with you. I think you have to. I don't personally think you will, but I think you have to. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to ask the question in a minute and then shield myself for what I'm sure will be 10 minutes of, of absolute slaughter and ask your thoughts on Swindon season. Um, but before I do, I don't know what you guys think, but just looking around the clubs generally, I actually think this is shaping up to be a really good competitive year of League Two football. 
last year was was so competitive. Like we covered it, and we said that it was the best league two we'd we'd ever known. This year looks even better, um, and I'm not just saying that because of the position that we're in. Because truth be told, last summer when we brought in Derek Adams, we were we were in the conversation then. We were always in the conversation. Always in the conversation. Yeah, but that but a lot of the time it's unjustified. But you know, you bring in a you know a, a manager who's just took Morecambe up in the playoffs. You look like you know what you're doing. Last season was great. This season, I think, is going to be so tight. I think Grant, you've mentioned about points. What you think will win it? It's yeah, it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be a very, very low scoring. Tight, compact table. Same as last season. Last season came right down the last game. It should not not not, <laughs> not just the winners for a lot of the playoff spots. I think the exact same is going to happen again. There's going to be a, there's going to be someone who we don't expect up there. Oh, of course there is. Yeah, there always is. Do you agree, Ruben? Do you think it's going to be a very tight league? You already alluded to. You think there's going to be sort of six fighting at the bottom and everyone else fighting at the top? Yeah, I think it will literally be like that. Um, and yeah, it will come down to the last day of the season, definitely. Um, both relegation and promotion. Um, if I was a betting guy, I would probably wouldn't even put a bet on because it's. There's no definite one way or the other. Um, yeah, very, very close season. But I think that's what makes league. Well, that's what makes league to like one of the best leagues out there because it is so close. It's better than the Premier League and all of that rubbish. Who was losing seven 0 last game of the season to piss Northampton off again? I hope so. Well, again, it, it didn't necessarily work for everyone's benefit, that did it? Well, I don't know. It, for me, it was great. I wish I'd bet on it because I said 7 0. Grant said on our podcast the, the, before the games that Bristol Rovers will win 7 0. <laughs> he actually called it and then it happened. And yeah, not I would have been fuming if I'd not put money on it after, after claiming. Raging. Yeah, Northampton fans were up in arms going, oh, there should be an inquiry. They played the youth team. And it's like, no, nine of that 11 played Hartlepool the week before. Seven of that 11 played Bradford the week before that. They didn't play the youth team. This squad had been playing for a a good month or so. Bristol Rovers were just fucking phenomenal. Well, let's uh, let's open it up. So I've I've pretty much gone on record as saying I'm I'm always glass half full. I'm I'm always that optimistic fan. Um, I'll admit I thought Swindon was slow to get going in the transfer market. Obviously, we had issues with manager leaving and players leaving and uncertainty over other players' contracts. Um, Charlton decided to sign anybody who's had anything to do with Swindon. Um, I got an yeah. offer. From, I got an offer from Charlton because I drove through Swindon once. Like, <laughs> we got I an got offer, offer to be their official podcast for this <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, um, one Charlton's mascot of the season as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to. I'm going to start with Sai. What, what's your thoughts? Do you, do you still see Swindon challenging up there again this year? Maybe going one better than we did last season. <clears throat> I think this year you got by the playoffs. Okay. I don't think because of this. The teams in the round are going to obviously be challenged at the top three. It might just be a little bit too strong, but I think you'll end up getting a bit of momentum come March through Easter to take into the playoffs. Your momentum this year, you'll actually get, and plus, you've got the obviously what happened last season as a bit more, not say confidence, but obviously, you've got the experience now of what happened. So that will obviously 
aid the fans' expectations a little bit. So I think you've got a via playoffs. Uh, Liam, one of the, the main changes for us this year seems to be we started to get that bit of momentum sort of back end of the year in terms of towards Christmas and that big busy festive period. And then all of our loan players got recalled to then go out on loan to League One clubs. And, and we kind of had to rebuild a second half of the season squad. This year, a number of the players we've signed are permanent signings. That can only help, can't it? As long you're as they're gonna, good, I suppose. You're not going to like me. Because I, I think... We you know, know what you're going to say. So I, I'm just I, trying I, to lead you into it. I think you're mid-table this season. I don't okay. think the signings that you've made are as good as the players that you've lost. I think Jack Payne's a massive, massive loss. I know we all pretend that Without it's question. Not. It's a huge loss. I think if Harry McCurdy hits the ground running in August, he will not be there by the end of August. I think Charlton will come in and put money. They've not, they've not spent money yet, but they've got the money. Uh, if it's not Charlton, it'll be someone else. I think if he hits the ground running and he has a good August, I think Ben said it as well, if he's, if he's got five in August... They'll, it'll be hard by the end of August to turn it down. Um, I don't think that you have the squad now. Last season, you had a transfer embargo and every player that came in for you was on a minute, maximum of £1,500 a week. Therefore, you got the players that you knew wanted to be at the club. They wanted to play football. They wanted to play for Swindon Town. That's no longer the case. You can throw money at players and when that happens it sometimes goes to shit. And I think, I don't, I personally don't think you've got, I don't think you've replaced as well as you've let go. Um, I don't see a Jack a Jack Payne in your squad right now. And if Harry McCurdy goes, I don't see a Harry McCurdy in the wings waiting to come through. So I think you'll, I hope I'm wrong because, you know, you guys know what I thought about Swindon last season. I said it throughout every time we spoke. I thought you were the best team in the league. I thought you were phenomenal. I don't think it's going to be the case this season, unfortunately. And we'll take McCurdy. If, if he's too much of a burden, send him our way. Yes, I know. We've already had pictures from you of him in Bradford City yeah. shirts. I used to do it on the podcast while they were recording. Yes, I know you did. Before us shopping Harry McCurdy in Bradford shirts and sending it into him. Um, Ruben, Liam mentions McCurdy there. He had a, I think it's fair to say, a checkered pass. He, he was never this this great goal scorer. And then, you know, he's had that one big season now where he's shown what he can do. It's not going to be easy for him to repeat that feat, is it, this year? Because people are more aware of him. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, in a way, we're similar with Telford. Exactly the same. Because actually, it was only really last season where he had an amazing season. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he does have a good what, a month or even first three months until the January transfer window. He'll be very hard to keep hold of. Um, I appreciate the background. Um, and I also I know don't. how much other fans, he's one of those players, other fans despise him. But if he was to join their club, they would absolutely love him. Yeah. Um, but I do worry about Swindon, whether their time to get promoted was either last season or two seasons ago. And whether that kind of ship has sailed, um, and it'll be a few years of just trying to get into the playoffs rather than fighting for automatics. Well, thanks for that. That's really <laughs> set me up nicely for the season. Uh, ruined my holiday. <laughs> to be fair, I don't, I don't think McCurdy will go. I, I don't. I personally don't think, think he'll he, go. He likes the idea of being a big fish in a little pond because of these sort of things. Think you're calling a little pond. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got a good point. 
Excuse me, it's like a four hundred pound a season ticket there, Chad. So you're calling a little pond? Fucking hell, here we go. <laughs> okay, is it, is it a big fish in a little gold pond? No. <laughs> yeah, the pond is um, literally made of solid gold. Yeah, I just think because of he's found a bit of a, a following there. You know, obviously, Bengals is Bengals of fun to a point last year. I think with his confidence and what he's had in the past, I would be very surprised if he took the plunge to go. I think that's why Charlton haven't got him yet because he doesn't want to show himself up and he's happy where he is. Uh, Graham, we're just talking uh, Swindon's prospects this year. Uh, are you thinking we could challenge again? You know, I think he'll still do all right. I, the big thing is, as we've all addressed, is can McCurdy keep his form up for another season? I, will he stay injury-free for another season? Because you really did struggle when you lost out when he went off injured. If it wasn't for him coming back, you would not have made the playoffs. Um, you've signed Adeloy. I think Adeloy's a good striker. Um, we were linked to him as well. Um, I've got a guy that I work with is a big, big Air fan, and he absolutely loves him. Um, and thinks he'll do really well in the league too. Um, so he's been with us before, but he was a bit younger then. I think I think he'll do all right. Um, I think Adeloy will be a good player for you guys this season. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to go on record again and the actual, the, the rest of the Fools Rushing panel, we're doing our preview show next week, um, but I'll, I'll state it here that I think we will finish playoffs minimum. I'm confident. And, and I don't know why. I just like this idea that we seem to be adopting this Moneyball um, type approach where it's all statistics that mean absolutely jack shit to anybody, but we're signing these players based on these statistics and I like it. And we're, we're going all in on it. Everyone seems to go on XG, isn't it? Everyone's a... Oh, Derek X- Adams loved XG. Everyone loves fucking XG just now. Yeah. Crawley have built an entire squad around XG at the moment. Um, yeah. Because one thing I was going to say about Crawley, I think this year we just gain the extra step. For example, we're playing away to Carlisle first game of the season. We haven't won there in 30, 40 years. Thank fuck you're getting that out of the way first. Uh. Yeah. But what we did for pre-season was we went up to Edinburgh. We stayed in the same hotel that we're going to be staying in before Carlisle. We got the same train as we would be getting up there. Stopping in Edinburgh when you play well, Carlisle? No, so, so they got a hotel saw, in Newcastle. It's only about half an hour on the train. They got oh, on the train, right, right. Yeah, yeah, so in the train. But they're staying in the hotel They're not in walking in. <laughs> no, but I thought, they would, I thought they'd be getting a coach. It's, it's a no. long drive, really, isn't it? We, we can afford to train now. <laughs> you can afford, you can afford a private plane. It was like, honest, you can afford a it was private that, plane. Um, football team that got a private, well, private jet to a game. It was it's Arsenal, like Stock- wasn't it? Was it? Or was it? Stock- oh, sorry. Uh, it was either Stockport or Wrexham in the National League. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. got to be Wrexham. That's that's very Hollywood. That. Yeah. yeah. But Stockport can't even fulfil the um, football top orders just now. I know. <laughs> oh yeah. Not great. But five quick question for you then. Go on. You're gonna playoffs. Who's gonna be your standout this season? Um so do you know what I think it'll be? I I hope I'm wrong, but I, I think any success we have this year will be based more on being better defensively than we were last year. The likes of McCurdy are obviously going to to carry on being you know the, the star players. Um, yeah. But I, I think a lot of what we've focused on is trying to be better defensively than we were last year. 
who's going to be your star player? I've wrote down, basically, like I've put on my phone here a name who I think is going to be your star player. And it's, I want to, I want to see if you think the same. I mean, we signed McDonald recently. He's the obvious one. Um, if, if I'm right about the defensive approach. Um, I think, again, McCurdy would be the obvious one. Um, the assumption that Reed's not going anywhere, so most likely him as well. But I, I actually think we're going to be a lot better than, than you seem to think we're going to be. But yes, I think it'll be based mainly on, on defensive capabilities. So I'll say McDonald. I can see it. What I, went down I cannot is... see what um, that says. And why is this not focusing? That's far too bright, mate. Should I turn brightness down? Just fucking read it. No, I like I like the, the elusiveness of you it. You like the drama of it. See, that's an interesting one. It, it's very, it's very, very interesting one. So he has seemingly split a lot of people while he was on trial. Um, some say he has been best player on the pitch every time he's played. Some have said, I hope to God we don't sign him. I think um, it'll take him a while to get going. And I reckon by sort of late September, October time, he'll be your first name on your team sheet. Just go on Spotify, by the way. Oh, that's a good point. Does this, this still go out on Spotify, does it? Yes. It does Ronan Darcy. Because <laughs> otherwise people would have been going, what the fuck's he talking about? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, so quite often, so... When we're recording ours, that there are one or two panellists who I consistently have to remind that not only do we put the video version out, we put audio ones only. <laughs> They're like, you've got to remember to say what you're doing, not just yeah. like pull faces at me. Well, that, that's it. That, so, so Ronan Darcy for me is, I think, going to surprise a lot of people this season. I hope you're right. I genuinely hope you're right. Um, I also think... There's a suggestion, and obviously I'm I'm not an in the know. I, I don't claim to know anything. I never profess to know anything. Um, if, if To be fair, uh, particularly Liam probably knows more about what's going on at Swindon than I do. I, uh, I, I will talk to you after we stop recording. Yeah, I've thanks, got, I've got some con I've got some, some information. Um, I believe that we have... We've obviously got a few loan spots still to fill. I don't think we're in a rush to do them. I genuinely think we will get another striker in the window. I'm not saying before the, the start of the season, but in this window, we will definitely get at least one more striker um, and then we'll replace anybody else who still leaves. But who's available? Do I know who's available? I've got a name for you. <laughs> is it a name that you want to share while this is recording or is this what you want to talk about after? No, no, this is, this is just a name I think that you guys should sign. Go on. You know, you know him very well. Theo Robinson's still without a club. <laughs> Yes. Um, no. Thank you. Do you know what I found out tonight? His middle name's Ronaldo. <laughs> That's but as good as Ronaldo as Mike Fondop is. Yes. Mike Fondop as well, you could say. I mean, he's at Oldham, but they'll let you, they'll let you buy him. Let's, um, let's briefly turn our attention to some of the other teams then in the league. And let's look at the four sides that came down. So we had um, Wimbledon, Crew, Doncaster and Gillingham. Are we expecting, you know, every, most people always look at teams that get relegated and think they're going to be competing. Are, are we thinking that of these four or or do we think they, they're going to struggle to adapt to the hardships of League Two? I think they'll struggle, personally. I think they'll, what's going to happen is they're going to come down expecting to almost be better than everyone else and then not realise how competitive and tight the league is going to be and slip up. 
I think they'll be mid-table. Maybe Cutton will get the playoffs, but I can't see any of them going up automatically or as everyone thinks, seems to think they might do. Okay. Um, crew are going to struggle massively. I think Crew out of the four are going to be the, the, the worst. I think AFC Wimbledon and Doncaster are probably going to be in and around the same point, maybe high end of the lower half of the table. I think Gillingham are probably going to perform the best. Purely saying that Doncaster are going to struggle because we had a Doncaster fan on ours the other day and he was so confident that he put Doncaster in the top three. He said it was going to be a breeze. And I think if they've all got that attitude, when we said to him, we all said you're in for a big shock when this season starts because this league's not the pushover that you seem to think it's going to be. You've just come down, you're you're getting pumped week in, week out, and you've not, you've improved, but you've not improved to the level of some of the teams in this league. And uh, yeah, I think Doncaster are going to show, I think Crew will be down there for definite, but Gillingham will probably perform the best out of the lot. Right. See, I don't think Gillingham perform the best out of the lot. I think they really... Matt's going to kill you. They they really struggled with conceding last season. I I, I think that's going to continue this season. I, I don't think they're going to be great this season. Sorry to the Gillingham guys, if you're listening to this. Uh, Doncaster, I don't think they'll do as well as, as they think they'll do. I, I think they've made a few good signings. Obviously, they've got Molyneux from us. He'll probably get their goal of the season about 10 times over. Um, crew up. Yeah, no, not great. Wimbledon will probably be playoffs, I think. So, uh, Ruben, the, the, the three guys seem to be suggesting of the of the three, Wimbledon are the most consistently selected to do the best of the four. Would you agree? No. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I love football. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help. Crawley fans aren't the biggest fan of AFC Wimbledon. Um, Staff Cup, we have a bit of a skewed vision. Hence my joke before the recording about MK Duns and AFC Wimbledon. Um, and why I'm always going to refer to AFC Wimbledon as AFC Wimbledon rather than Wimbledon. Um, but I think they're going to struggle. I think they've been too distracted by the new stadium by returning to Plough Lane. Um, and I feel but like for those listening on Spotify, oh, that returning true. was in inverted commas. <laughs> that is true. I should probably do that. Um, I feel like behind the scenes, it's quite messy. A lot of fans against each other. A lot of fans um, from their trust boards against those who are actually employed by the club. Um, and I feel like all the off the scenes, off the pitch kind of stuff is distract them from okay. what's happening on the pitch so which of the four do you expect to perform the best i think doncaster or gillingham okay um what about the two sides that came up from the national league then Ruben? which are you expecting them again are they going to have that momentum behind them and do well or or are they going to struggle being back in the in the efl so it's Stockport and Grimsby. Grimsby. I feel like Grimsby will probably be down there. Given you couldn't even remember they were in the league, I'm yes. guessing you're not expecting <laughs> things from them. Um, Grimsby will be down there. And again, Stockport, one of those teams have got money behind them. Um, and I went to um, Stockport last season 
because all the Crawley fans went up to Salford for the game to then be called off. Um, so we ended up going to Stockport. Um, and I didn't have the best experience of Stockport. Uh, not the nicest of places to go to from a football fan kind of perspective. Okay. Um, but I think Stockport will probably be in that top 20. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure why that's in the top 20. This isn't the official <laughs> charts, mate. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Si? No, I think that both teams will struggle to stay up just purely because it's that unknown entity, what they're bringing up. Grimsby pretty much reset the whole squad. I'm just glad we're not going there on Tuesday night in December, which is what we normally end up doing. But uh, I think the two teams come up this year will struggle next year just because they're going to get that bounce. They've got the season. No one really knows what they're about. Everyone's going to be a bit wary of them, especially because their place. We, we a lot of clubs will go set up defensively against them just not to lose. So that will keep the season through the next year. Though with One of those two will go down. I want to know who you're going to go to next out of me and Liam here because we're going to say the exact same thing. Well, I was actually going to come to you this time. Stockport are going to win the league. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm, I'm going straight out and saying Stockport are going back to back. I'm probably going to say the exact same thing other than one that Liam's going to say. Top okay. 10 in the National League are better than the bottom eight, nine in League 2. The National League is a fucking phenomenal league. It's so, so tight. And the only reason there's not more teams in League 2 than there is in the National League is because their playoff situation, their promotion situation, two up, two down, one up auto champions, one up through playoffs. Playoffs is second to seventh in the National League. is absolute garbage. That's why there's not more more clubs up. Clubs like Halifax should be up. Clubs like Wrexham should be up and would probably be challenging in this league. I'm Stockport are going to come up. They've already got a club, that, a team that's set for League Two, League One in this. And as much as it pains me to say it, I think they have the best manager in League Two. I think Dave Challoner is a phenomenal manager. I'm and Stockport going to win the league. Uh, Liam, you were nodding along. Grimsby are also going to do really well, by the way. I think <laughs> I think Grimsby are going to be um, in that top twenty. Very certainly yeah, in that top twenty. I think they're going to do similar to what Sutton done. Okay, uh, Liam, you you were not along very animatedly. Yeah, there's, there's only one thing I, I kind of disagree with what Grant said there, and it's about Dave Challoner. I, I think Scott Port have got the best manager in leagues one and two. Like, I think he's a phenomenal manager. You look at, I mean, he's, he's done back-to-back promotions. Yeah, people looked at Stockport. They had a lot of money pumped into them. But last season, Stockport had a side that was capable of winning League 2. Like, hands down. I, I, we watched quite a few Stockport games, and I watched every single time and could not see my team getting close to beating them. Like, they, they're a good side. I think Stockport... I think they'll be top three. I don't want to say they'll be top because we have to be top. So fuck you, Grant. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah. but I think, I think, I think they're going to be top three. Um, I'll put them second. I do think that Grimsby will be pushing playoffs. They, again, they've got a very good squad, and like Grant says, the, the, 
the top half of the National League, yeah, the top 10 of the National League is better than, I'd say, the top, the bottom half of League Two. I'd say right up to where Crawley were last season, I'd say the top 10 in the National League would have beaten any of those bottom 12 teams in League Two comfortably. Um, and it just shows that there's that, there's a big gulf between the lower half of League Two and when they drop down. And that's why you often see it, clubs that drop down out of League Two, they don't come back up very, very, like Grimsby came up through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They pushed and struggled and fought to get into the playoffs. They weren't uh, really a top half side. They were behind the likes of Boreham Wood and Halifax. That's insane to think about a club like Grimsby. Yeah. Being behind Boreham Wood. Solihull. You the things that like Notts County as well have been sitting there in the mm-hmm. National League for years and years and years. Yeah. When if you put Notts County in this league, you would probably sit there and go, Look at the squad that they've got. They, they, would, they would finish comfortably mid-table. Stockport went down again. Stockport took them 11 years from relegation from League Two. They went to the National League North. Like It's it's so hard to get out of that league below, but the teams that are fighting to get out have built squads that can compete in this league. And yeah, I, we, we said it quite a lot last season. Stockport had... We, we, we said Stockport were going up very early on and then we said that Stockport were going to go back to back very early on and then all they've done is strengthen. I had a... Who was it who said the other... Oh, it was the Doncaster fan we had who said something about Paddy Madden. Oh, I bet you think he's good. Like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do think he's good. <laughs> he's phenomenal. How can you not? Um, they got Ollie Crankshaw from us. Ollie Crankshaw came off the bench for Bradford. This is how bad Derek Adams was. He came off the bench for Bradford. We were 1-0 down. Set up an equaliser. Fans said he was the best player on the pitch. And in the after the match, the uh, radio interviewer asked Derek Adams, oh, Ollie Crankshaw did well, didn't he? When he came on, Derek Adams just went, I don't think he did, and released him two days later. Because he had that much of an ego that he didn't want to admit that his best player was on the bench. So he released him, Stockport signed him. And he's, he's an impact sub at Stockport. So, yeah, Stockport, back-to-back, 100%. Okay. Um Let's. I'll open the floor then to the rest of the teams, and and you briefly mentioned them earlier. But anyone c- can jump in. Let's start with Northampton. How are they going to get over what happened to them last season? Yeah. You don't think but they are? No, uh, no I don't. Think, I don't. I don't think we'll talk. I think they, that was their moment. Obviously, the season before they also got playoffs, beat us. Sorry, no, they're extra, do they? But yeah. I just think there's what happened to them and how it happened is going to play on their mind. But they've not really done anything to set the league on light, transfer-wise, go forward to make it easy to take the next step. So I think would not be surprised they end up the bottom half of the table, just purely from the come down they're on. On, on that, I yesterday had a conversation with the Northampton. It went on for quite a while, didn't it, Grant? I think you saw it. And... Uh, mm-hmm. I, I said this, similar to you. I think they're going to have a bit of a headache, a bit of a hangover from it. I don't think that they've signed particularly well. And he came back, he said, every sign we have made is great for this league. So I, I named one and he went, no, not him. So <laughs> Bear in mind, they've made eight signings. I named another, but no, no, not him. Out of the eight signings, only four of them he meant. So I was like, so you've made, you've made four signings that you consider great. And I would debate one of those four isn't a great signing. I think it's, um, it's the lad from Luton, Hilton, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't get me wrong, a couple of years ago, good signing, 33 years old, 
I think he's played 15 games as a maximum in his last couple of years. He's scored four goals in three years. I don't think over three years he's come, he's played total number of games in a season. So he's a he's a gamble. He's a massive gamble. If you, get, if you get centre-backs at like six foot something, mm-hmm. you can play well against Northampton. Yeah. Well, that's something Swindon have adopted this year. I, I can't remember who it was, but someone posted out. We, we did struggle a bit with, with the physicality of certain League Two teams last year. And I think something like 70% of our squad are six foot plus now. You need it. Northampton, that's, quite, that's the only reason they were up there. They were bullies. They were a bully inside. I think that that bully inside got knocked down a peg massively when they, the 7-0 result came in and then they shit it with the playoffs. Um, yeah. Not- what about some of the uh, some of the other sides still in the league then? You've got the likes of Mansfield, Newport, Salford. Are we, are we expecting them, obviously, to to be challenging up there again or, or are they going to sort of disappear into mid-table obscurity? I think they'll be up there. Um, going back to Northampton, I think they're my surprise package in my bottom six, to be fair. Okay. I think they'll really struggle. Um, I don't think Liam agrees, but... Ooh, I know. No, I, no, I, no, I think I, he does. I, do, do. I said I, 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 I would love it. Some um, of the reactions Liam's had to some of the stuff you said, I think he wants to talk to you more. Yeah. <laughs> you can come on our podcast for a chat. Yeah, about sure. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel like Northampton are really going to struggle. Um, but I mean, the likes of Mansfield, Orient, um, you've, got Cole, you've got Carlisle, Bradford. I think that's why it's such a difficult league to predict who's going to get promoted. He's going to get into the playoffs. He's going to win. Okay, so let let me ask you all then. um, If we're saying, you know, we've all kind of alluded to teams that you're expecting to do well and and we're coming to actual, like, predictions of who's going to win the league, etc. in a minute. But I think it was you mentioned earlier, Ruben, that there's, you know, there's always a dark horse and, and Liam, I think he was, or Grant said that there's someone's going to be up there we're not going to expect. Who is that team going to be this year? Who is the team we're not going to expect? So for me, it is Stevenage, like, but I expect them to be up there. But you, you don't expect think, others to think they will. Yeah, others don't think they will be, but Stevenage have signed very well and they have got the manager. Ruben, you know all too well. They have got the manager to get them fighting at the right end of the league. Stevenage are the surprise package. Sign? For, for me, anyway. Yeah, I think as much as it grates me, Stevens are going to be the team. Soon how they what the season they had last year, what they've got now. You've seen how they've gone on preseason. They beat a Bromley preseason, didn't they? You know, and that was quite a sh- good West Brom side that Steve Bruce put out there. So I think, yeah, Stevens will be very much a dark horse. Can I think. Brad? I agree. I've said it in our podcast. I'll say it again, Stevenage. I'm. I, I think they've seen fantastically. The the uh, momentum that they got going in towards the end of last season, when they were really in trouble, they brought in Evans as the manager, and he really turned that around, gave him a bit of fighting spirit. He's brought in players to fit a system that he wants to play and that we know he can manage well. Um, I, I think they're going to have a, a surprisingly good season, and people are underestimating them a lot. Are we going full house on Stephen and Ruben. 
Yeah. Uh, gonna say, uh, oh, I'll, I'll I thought you were going to say something different. Yeah. I'll, I'll go Steve Nish, but I'll say Fran Crawley as well. Um, Crawley aren't a surprise package. Crawley aren't a surprise package. The surprise of Crawley but, would be if you were mid-table. But I think <laughs> surprise in the fact for your average football fan who just goes on a Saturday and concentrates on their own team, see if they saw Crawley up in the... Well, imagine how these average football fans in League One are going to think when Forest Green are their next opponent. Yeah. <laughs> They're really going to be like, what is a Forest Green? <laughs> Do you know what? Stevenage are going to be the, the Northampton of this season. I don't mean league finish-wise. I mean, the, they're going to be a dirty side. Okay. That's Steve Evans. That's what he does. He doesn't create... Like, when we played, when he was Crawley manager, we there was, a I think, an 11-man brawl on the pitch at the end of one of the games. It was incredible. Steve uh, Crawley at the time were a dirty, dirty side. When he was at Rotherham, they were a dirty, dirty side. Mm-hmm. It's in his nature. It's what he does. Fair play to him. I hate the man, but he's one of them. Same as McCurdy. If he's at your club, you know you're going to be all right. Oh, that's harsh to put them in the same. No, but you know what I mean. In terms of like, you don't like Harry McCurdy. No one, no one here, none of us four like Harry McCurdy because he doesn't play for our club. It's that simple. He's he's, you hate him when he's not at your club. You love him when he is. I think I hated Lucas Covalhan. But when he legged Harry McCurdy in the head, I was absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right, let's uh, let's get down to the serious stuff then. And uh, I'll leave it entirely up to you guys if you want to do strictly one-word answers or if you, or if you want to explain yourselves. Um, let's start with not who you want, but who you think will be champions, Liam. Bradford. Bradford. Um, Sai Bradford Grant Stockport Ruben Bradford That's a lot of positivity about Bradford Okay, who... Wait, wait, what about you? Oh, no, I can't because ours is next week No, come on, you can That kind of defeats the object of me being on next week so okay. You're the host <laughs> just, I could change my mind by that point. Exactly. Yeah, just name exactly. the twenty-three teams that you don't yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I don't want to say Bradford. Um, no one wants to say Bradford apart from me. Everyone here said it through gritted teeth, apart from Grant, who happily said Stockport. No one <laughs> wants to say Bradford. Um, <laughs> do you know what? Picking the league winner is hard. Picking the teams to get promoted is easier. Um, so purely on the passion in which he displayed, I'm going to go with Stockport. Um, just because of the passion that they're going to win the league came through with. And, and that's what I'll stick with for, until at least next week when we re-record. Rock kick you in the head. <laughs> so the, league the, <laughs> the other side getting promoted. Uh, I'll start with Grant this time. Other sides getting promoted. So that, that's the other automatic sides. The other automatic sides. I do think it'll be Bradford. Um, do you know what? Picking a third one's really, really difficult. This is why I think it's going to be so tight between third and the playoffs. I genuinely couldn't give you a third team right okay. now. Ruben? I'm going to say Stevenage. 
and Tranmere. Oh, okay. Liam? And these could have been my dark horse, Walsall. No, it absolutely won't be Walsall. I think Walsall. You don't want it to be Walsall. <laughs> I, I think Walsall are going to... I don't think they're necessarily a dark... Yeah, I think, I think Walsall are going to have a really good season. You never mentioned that to me. <laughs> that's because that's because you have to leave something as a scoop for can, me. Can I can I just say why? Grant hates league predictions. <laughs> that's why we don't talk about them. We're not allowed to talk about them. But no, I think I think Walsall, I think Crawley and Walsall are going to be fighting for that last place. Battle of the Americans. Yeah, the, the Yanks. Sorry? I think it's going to be Stockport and Mansfield. I think Mansfield are going to be another one of those dark horse teams that comes out of nowhere. So I will say it will be Bradford. Um, and I'm going to say, just because this is my show, that it will be Swindon. Um, however, I, I think Mansfield is a shout. I do think Mansfield is a shout. Uh, but no, I'm going to say Swindon or, or finish in the top three somewhere. Um, <laughs> I don't see that. No. The leg. <laughs> oh, there we go. Right, go away. You get rather. James is going to get flagged. Is this video? Um, who are we picking to win the playoffs? If picking third was difficult for you, Cran, you're never going to pick a playoff. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> um, this could be literally anyone. I'm literally picking a team out of the hat here. Well. Um. Can't just pick a team we've not said. No, I can't because that means we're saying Carlisle and they're not doing anything. Um, <laughs> Crawley. Crawley. Okay, Si? Uh, well, I said it already. I think Swindon or Stevenage. Okay, Ruben? Because um, we haven't been to Wembley, Crawley. Okay, Liam? Uh, whoever finishes in that fourth spot out of Walsall and Crawley. Okay. Um, I'm I'm going to say Mansfield just because they weren't my team in the top three. Um, and then uh, you know I'm not going to get you to to put the whole league in order. Don't worry. Uh, the last one, nine. I would point blank refuse to do that. <laughs> uh, so the last one, I'm not even going to ask you to pick them both. Just which side do you think are almost certainly going to get relegated? Um, I'll be the north. I'll get two. Yeah. Mine are and. Uh, Harrogate Arrow and Harrogate Sorry? Barrow and Rochdale Grant Harrogate and Rochdale Ruben A any uh, combination of those three teams basically uh, no I'm going to go Rochdale and see Hartlepool I know where you live <laughs> <laughs> Just sit, he'll turn up on a match day and he'll have like 13 Crawley fans to go through before he finds you <laughs> Ru Ruben, Ruben just turns up when asked who's going to get relegated and say oh well actually Hartlepool and Colchester <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it so who did you say Ruben? Uh, I forgot who I said um, Rochdale and Grimsby Grimsby fans are going to hate you <laughs> They're going to absolutely um, hate you it, it wouldn't surprise me if if it is Barrow and Harrogate personally. Um, it, that that's where I'll go on that. Um, but now the portion of the episode that I'm very excited about, um, because all four of my esteemed guests on this episode have agreed to take part in a fools rush in 
defend against the indefensible. Uh, the regular viewers and listeners will know that all through pre-season we've been doing quizzes and two people have had to defend sayings that they would otherwise not agree with. All four of these uh, fine gentlemen have agreed to take part uh, without competing for the right. Um, so in absolutely any order, um, I have been sent ones for all of you by one of the Fools or Shins regular panellists. Uh, he's been very helpful. Um, and he has sent it in the order that, Ruben, you get to go first. And your statement is, Crawley FC have really embraced the future and should continue to do so by changing their name to Crypto Wanderers. <laughs> you have 30 seconds to defend that as a true statement, sir. Cool. So, so a lot of people complain about their own owners not being transparent enough with how they get their money. Uh, and so what better way than being outright about it, calling us Crypto Wanderers or whatever the name was. Uh, people won't ever be questioning. Um, our owners want transparency and that is what they'll be getting by that name. Super. Well done. That is very good. Very, very well good. done. Very um, good. Next up, and, and normally we select a winner, by the way. What I'm going to do is after the episode goes out, I'll put a poll out and, and those that watch it can decide who wins this. We won't decide tonight. Um, those watching it can decide who wins this. Um, Sai, the next one's for you. Colchester United need to stop kidding themselves and should relocate to Ipswich, the true heart of football in the southeast, and change their name simply to Ipswich Town Reserves. We might, again, going back to what Ruben said about transparency, we might as well. I, although I don't know about Ipswich Reserves, I think it should be Ipswich Retirement. I think that will save much better in so much the fact that we sign them anyway. If you pay for Ipswich, you're guaranteed to pay for Colchester, so why not make it easy? Families don't have to uproot. Literally, they go from one dressing room across the next as they get to a certain age. Everyone knows what they've got. One kit, one team, one saying. Easy. Keeps everyone happy. And if the kids are in schools, no one's got to move schools. <laughs> one That's kit, well one team, one saying. I think that is the <laughs> one Ed Sheeran. <laughs> um, Grant, you probably won't be surprised to know what yours is based on, um, but here is the one that's been submitted for you. Oh, fuck. Jeff Stelling is an absolute embarrassment when talking about Hartlepool. He should be banned from Victoria Park and from ever mentioning the club on TV again. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. That's <laughs> <laughs> one clip, Nick. I'm going to send it him. <laughs> 30 seconds, sir. Oh, I can't do this in Yes, you seconds. can. We've all had to do worse, believe me. Oh, uh... oh fuck. Um... Uh, by the way, if you just want to, if you want to blame someone, then you can, uh, regular panelist Craig submitted this one. So if you want to call him a name, by all means. You'd believe him, I was Craig, you're a cunt. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe Jeff Stellard speaks out the way that he does against Hartlepool sometimes. I'm... And he's called the club president. He doesn't even make decisions for us. I when he has a part ownership of the club. Come on, Jeff, you can do better. It was terrible. <laughs> I was I was expecting better, but clearly that one cut you a lot deeper than it yeah, did. Yeah. I love Jeff. Side. I love Jeff. I think I'd have struggled with that one. I don't miss a part. I mean, I thought it was going to be something like Darlington related, or I, I thought you were going to have to say 
that um, Dave Ch- about. I thought it was going to be about Challoner. I That's thought it was going to be something about Dave Jones. Oh, that'd be funny, wouldn't it? Um, now, Liam, you're obviously a very popular guest on on Fools Rush In. Craig did submit one for you. However, I already had one in mind, so I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to defend one indefensible, or do you want to defend two indefensibles? Can I hear him first? No. You gotta go straight in with two, mate. I'll go in with two. Then come on, let's do okay. This. First one. Tell me whose these are first. If it's yours, or well, you can just you can decide who you think will have okay. done. You you'll know by the subject of one matter who's the one that would know it. Yeah. Uh, so your first one to defend is that Salford are a fantastically run club and deserve to get promoted this season. You wish Bradford were more like them. I mean, in fairness, it's not that difficult to, to, to be in that position. I, I do think that Salford are a fantastically run club. Um, I think that we, we went back about transparency and ownership. Gary Neville doesn't give a shit if it's not going right. Manager's out, bring someone else in, keep going until it works. You rinse and repeat. It's a proven method within football. I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever not succeeded with, with that sort of method. You know, We're on our 10th manager in four years at Bradford. I wish we were on our 16th, like Holford. It's, it'd be incredible. Um, you know, there's nothing I like more than paying out compensation to managers. So, yeah, I, I think they're a perfectly run club. They should win the league this year. I hope they do. That's very good. I'm very convincing, given that none of us mentioned them as um, promotion contenders <laughs> or even playoff winners. Yeah. Um, part two, Liam, um, is that without question, Carlisle... Oh, have the best fans in the division. Without question, Carlisle have the best fans in the division. That. But for those of you on audio only, (laughs) Grant is pissing himself. So here's the thing, Carlisle, they don't just have the best fans in the league, they have the best club in the league. (laughs) Who else? No, Grant, you're laughing, but right... Who else would allow their top striker to go out in the town on a Saturday night, have a scrap, and come back and play on Tuesday? Carlisle are a different breed. Fair play to them. However, their fans are cunts, and I'll take a loss on that. They're <laughs> <laughs> a fucking different breed of that. They are. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you've deciphered which one was Craig's and which one was mine, and, and mine got exactly the reaction I was hoping for from Grant. <laughs> um, for, for what it's worth for Ruben and Sai, um, Lower League Look is a very, very good podcast. It's well worth a listen. But Liam might get into one or two altercations online with Carlisle fans, which are just as worth watching happen than listening to his podcast. Can I just say, though, I only do it for the laugh. Like, nine times out of ten, I don't actually care. It's just I know instantly that Carlisle, are, their fans are going to buy. It's like the, the league prediction thing that we did yesterday – it was like someone asked for a league prediction, so I did one to 24, and it was like, it's, I can't remember what it said. It, it, it said something like, league predictions are stupid at this time. No one's kicked the ball. The transfer window's still wide open, all the way down to 23rd, and then it just said 24th, Carlisle. And that was how I, I was just like, fuck it. But instantly, you just know. I, I At the end of last season, someone tweeted and said, who do you think are going to be the bottom two next season? And all this was just after the window opened, and I said, oh, based on right now, I think Carlisle are going to be down there, Carlisle and Barrow. And I got, we got like 90 odd likes, but it was just pelters from Carlisle fans having a go at me. I was like, guys, all I was saying was right now, you're not looking great. They had like 11 players on books. Of course they were going to go down. So fuck Carlisle. 
<laughs> fuck Omari Patrick, fuck Jordan Gibson, and fuck his dad as well. Um, now, I'm probably going to regret this, but but Liam has respectfully requested to hijack Fool's Rush in for, for the next five minutes, um, much to the bemusement of Ruben and Sai, who do not have a clue what's about to come. So, guys, um, earlier this season, in fact, last season, me, Grant, and the guy that used to co-host with us, Chris, we we had a thought of what happens if one of our teams go up because we support a League Two podcast. If they go up or go down, what do we do? So we decided that we would spin a wheel, 1 to 24, and whatever number it landed on, whoever was in that position before the league started, that was our team for the season. And the rules were, at one stage throughout this season, you have to get up on a Saturday, get to a home game for that club, and vlog the entire day. So you'd meet with their fans. Like, we would put... Um, we basically we put this challenge now to every guest we've had, and we've got, like, everyone going to different clubs. We put them in touch with like the supporters groups and the podcasts from certain clubs so that they can meet up with people and they can make a good day of it. So what I want to know is from all three of you, five, you're included as well. Do you want to be involved in the challenge? Do you fancy a random trip at some, you can do it at any point. There's no time limit. You've just got to, between now and the end of the season, get to a team's home game. It can't be the game where your team are playing them. <laughs> That's not allowed. I, I will promise now to do my absolute best to get to, I mean, I'm just hoping I don't get, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, I'm hoping I don't have to go all the way to fucking like Hartlepool or something to do it. I think Carlisle would be worse. Yeah. Uh, we had, but, we had but, it. But yes. Yeah. I will do Sorry, Ruben, are you in? Sorry. I'm, we have to apologise saying no. Normally I would be, but we train on Saturdays with Chelsea. So I don't oh, get to go Tuesday, to, mate. Tuesday night. Get so many games. Yeah, but Tuesday nights I want to see Colchester. I'm not going to see many of their games. What about what about bank holiday weekends where it's a Friday and a Monday though? Yeah, so but what I try to point out is I only get to see my own club for a few games a season, so I'm afraid I'm going to have to go there. Right. Well, I we'll, understand. We'll, we'll accept that. that. We'll accept that. But Ruben, you don't play for. A team. I'll, say, I'll say yes. I'll, I'll get go. in. I really want Ruben to draw Carlisle or Hartlepool. <laughs> <laughs> so we I had, want um, Ruben to draw Grimsby. <laughs> oh, can, yeah, and have to explain what he thinks. No, we had um, a Stevenage fan on from the, the Stevenage Borough podcast, and he was so excited. And he was like, yeah, spin the wheel, spin the wheel. We spun the wheel, and he drew Stevenage. <laughs> so, so we had to spin it again. Right, so I've got the wheel up. Obviously, people can't see it, so um, I'm going to spin it. In fact... Oh, I can put the share screen on. Hang on. Let me share the screen, and I will... There you this. go. Obviously, on the... On the uh, here we go. Uh... Uh, let's do guests first. We'll let Ruben go first. <laughs> Didn't you? Right, can you see the wheel? Yeah, unfortunately. <sighs> I'm excited. You should have got Preston to do this. <laughs> if it's one that's already gone. Yeah, it's gone. Oh, Salford have gone already. Salford is me. Um, so I'll eliminate Salford because Salford have gone. Um, Grant's got to go to Salford. I've got to go to Stockport. Chris has got to Leighton Orient. Um, Tranmere Rovers. I'll take it. I'll take it. Get yourself to Tranmere. Um, Tranmere, Ruben. I don't I've been Tramia. once. I don't uh, mind. Tramia. I've got some friends who go. So there you go then. So I yeah. might be able to hook up with them. And five, are you ready? I'm dreading this, but yeah, go on. <laughs> These I've probably stitched wouldn't. myself right up here. Oh, Scott Port have gone. That's my one. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I've got to go to Stockport this season, um, which is going to be interesting. Oh, lucky number seven was coming then. Yeah, but you're going to Mansfield. Mansfield. Do you know what? I'll take Mansfield. That's local to me. That's no problem at all. <laughs> That's fine. Mansfield's an absolute Mansfield. dream draw for me. Well, there you go then. Mansfield. So we've, we've right. So I'll tell you on the table now. We've currently got. Um, let's have a look. Who have we got drawn? We've got Doncaster drawn. Um, we've got Harrogate drawn. Leighton Orient drawn. Mansfield drawn. Salford. Salford. Stockport and Tramia drawn. Um, oh, Grimsby drawn. Yeah, we actually showed Grimsby had already gone, so you couldn't get Grimsby. Um, Same. So, yeah, we're going to keep doing it, and we're going to obviously, we're going to get Ben. Ben, are you going to watch this? You're going to be drawing a team. Um, Sorry to ruin the surprise, Ben. Yeah, you are going to be drawing a team, and we're going to keep spinning until you get Walsall. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to no, no. pre-record this spin and we're actually just going to do it on a private YouTube link yeah. Yeah. to land can we, please, can we please fix it that Ben has to go to Crawley <laughs> oh yeah just, just yeah. because of the amount of times he called them Timpot last year yeah that'd be it, yeah that'd be interesting wouldn't it but no so yeah guys it'll be, it'll be good and yeah just vlog the day like from when you get up in the morning before you leave okay. a little bit of a chat in the camera get yourself on the road You've got to go alone. Okay. That's the thing. So, like, Grant, this is the annoying thing for Grant. Grant's going to Salford. He's got to come all the way from Scotland and stop <laughs> in a hotel 20 minutes from my house. Look, you can't even stay at your house. No. Go, go myself. He can't be. He, he's, he's not allowed to interact with me when he's down here. He's just got to come all the way down, stop in a hotel, go to Salford, and get all the way back up to Scotland. Okay. I'm uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and uh, Mansfield. I'm sure you'll be uh, very happy to receive me for one game. We've got a Mansfield fan. We'll put you in touch with, don't you worry. Um, gents, listen. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it doubly as it's a Friday evening, and you've all got much better things to be doing than this. Um, but obviously, we are a week away from the season starting. Um, with the exception of of playing against Swindon, I'd like to wish you all the very best of luck in the upcoming season. It'd be very nice if we were to finish one, two, three, four, and five, obviously. Wait, who's finishing which? Uh, well, Swindon won, and then the rest of you can fight it out however you like. <laughs> um, first of all, Sight, um, I've been following the, the recovery um, since, since your operation that last year. Obviously, we've been, we've been mentioning it as well during our podcast and been retweeting various stuff. Um, wish you the very best of luck in your upcoming season. Please keep us posted on, our, on any further... Um, you know, England setup meetings and, and training sessions and stuff. We, we love to, to promote that kind of thing. And obviously you are more than welcome for the, without question, seven or eight times we play you in all the different cup competitions <laughs> that we're doing and the league games. Um, Ruben, very best of luck as well for, for Corey this year. Um, you haven't bought the league if it goes really well, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, and, Liam and Grant obviously wish you both the very best of luck and, and the very best of luck with lower league look, which I, when I listen, I very much enjoy it. You guys are absolutely smashing it. Um, and I look forward to what you guys have planned for this year. Pleasure being yeah. on, man. Yeah, it's cool. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. I look forward Cheers, to having you all on again when we play your respective clubs and enjoy your trips to, to the random generated clubs as well. And I'll um, wait. Just a little bit of admin. Um, thanks to, for all the kind comments you had on our other special episodes this week, particularly with Jamie Sendles White. If you haven't watched it, please do. It's a great list. And he talks about his time at Swindon, talks about his time at Crawley in non-league. 
Um, and he talks about what it's like being a player during preseason when you're looking for a club. It, it's fascinating, some of the stories. He goes really in-depth. Um, and remember, um, next Friday, a week from now when we're recording, um, Fools Rushing go live for the first time with, with all the stuff we've been working on during preseason that hasn't gone out yet. We've got new branding. We've got new software. We've got a lot of stuff. Liam, don't say anything because I know you know bits. Um, but Fools Rushing go live for the first time next Friday on the eve of the new season. Um, but for me and from the guys, thank you very much again. Uh, goodbye.